to see God using everything I learned in the secular to use it for his kingdom. And, you know, we serve a big God. And so I'm not scared to dream big and it doesn't cost anything to dream. And look at what. Look at what God did, $1.6 million so far and 1.1 to go. And and rapidly, like suddenly. We serve a suddenly God. And so I just pray that encourages people that have dreams that may not have happened or they're, you know, you don't do it in your own strength. And his timing is perfect. And so when you wait on him and you're obedient, he is faithful to complete that which you started. Hey, it's time for Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. It's always a pleasure, friend, to get together with you. And today we have in the studio, and we're really excited to get Katrin Valencia, who is the Executive Director of A Way Out Ministry. Katrin, it's so good to have you back in the studio. We've been planning to get together, and today's the day. Yes, we're so excited to be here. Thanks for having us. There's so much happening, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> you sent me an email with a, a laundry list of praise, of prayer, and things that God is doing in the ministry of A Way Out, in the lives of rescuing women out of sex trafficking. We've talked before, of course, A Way Out has an incredible outreach here, not only in this community, but since you've taken the helm, you've stretched the borders of this ministry to places like the Super Bowl, and Super Bowl 61 was in Los Angeles. You took a team there. And so this is something you've done before. You actually wrote a book about ministering at the Super Bowl, but in a little bit different way. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really excited. This is A Way Out's 30th year, our anniversary, serving the Mid-South. So it's a pillar year for us to help um, with sex trafficking survivors. And so this year, like you said, we went took a team of four people to the Super Bowl to L.A. And for the listeners that don't know, there's always an increase in trafficking at the venue where the Super Bowl takes place. Um, there's always numbers that are thrown out there, but girls are flown into the venue and traffic the week of the game because there's an increase for demand. And so we always bring teams out there and we do uh, outreach, rescues, and placements. And so what does that actually look like? You fly to Los Angeles, yeah. get off the plane. Is somebody greeting you there? Or are you just going on your own? Are you teaming up with some other people on the ground? Yeah, we always like to because it's not our city. And so we're going to be there for a week. And if the women are still there, then we need to make sure that when they leave there, that when we leave, that there's services for them. And so we always collaborate with teams that are on the ground doing things. And this year, there was a collaboration of about 15, 16 different um, organizations and ministries and so we partnered with them and uh, we did outreach to strip clubs we did outreach on the streets this year was a little different because there was so many different organizations going out but again what's really neat is that we're just four extra people to help with their normal activities that they do to help with the influx of girls that are being trafficked and so we were able to come alongside them for that week and and love on some women and even even men I mean we we see pimps and Johns and customers out there and Every Super Bowl is always different. Give me some of the sprinkles of God's blessings and ways you were able to connect with these women and men. Yeah. So one thing about L.A. that was extremely, I guess, disturbing and different, you know, again, every Super Bowl is different. But this year there was one street that is very, very targeted for trafficking. And normally you see women that are being prostituted out with scanty clothes. This was complete full on nudity in the middle of the street. And it just broke our hearts. I mean, you see that in the strip clubs and and those things. But this was literally out on the street, cops standing right across the street. I mean, just blatant. I mean, it was right in front of your face. 
and you know, they it had just, it just blows my it, mind it you know was, it was it was shocking I, I remember years ago the late adrian rogers in a message was talking about what used to sneak in the alleyways yeah. is strutting in the streets yeah. but never heard it, to this degree it was it was unbelievable so customers are called Johns, if, if your listeners didn't know that. And so they would, you know, you'll see a car normally pull up to a woman. They'll exchange information and then the woman will get in the car. Well, they had something called John Jams. And so this was a situation where you would have the main street and you had little streets that would offshoot. Cars would line up like a Chick-fil-A line and they would line up down those little side streets and the girls would lean into the cars and have a conversation and then they would discuss a price and they would discuss where they were going to meet and then they would meet at that location. So we would go through these John Jams as a car and we would have little gift bags for the women. And I'd never heard that term before in my over 20 years of doing this at John Jam. So we were literally in cars with the most darkest of dark um, evil going on. And we were a light down that little side street. And how were you received? The girls, you know, a lot of them are being they're being watched. And so a lot of times when we were walking down the tracks when we were walking down, they would look at us and look back to their madam, to the woman that's watching them and get permission to come get a bag. One girl, I'll never forget, um, the an L.A. one, she looked at it and I just said, is there anything I can pray for you? And she looked at me and she said, can you please just pray that they would all go away? Just oh can they all go away? She had to run and leave oh. and you just get in the van and you just pray and you're like, God, I wish I could just take her with me right oh, now. Teacher. And they would all go away. So, you know, it just breaks your heart to think about the Super Bowl. And it's such a, you know, a big deal in mm-hmm. our country, a big party time. People get together and have fun in the middle of the excitement and seeing a stadium full of thousands and thousands yeah. of people. There are these voices outside the stadium that are screaming. Oh, my goodness. And that's the name of the book that I wrote that yes. just and 100 percent of the proceeds go back to the women. Oh. So just, you know, there was a no more than 13 year old girl standing on a corner with a little school age girl suit on, like skirt on, and we drove around the block to try to give her a bag, and they already had her out. So, I mean, just young, young, young girls. So it's it's hard to watch, but again, just the redemptive power of Jesus, Amen. and we were able to do a rescue um, yes. from those streets, and I was able, I was there until about three, four in the morning, um, and get a girl out and got to sit in that hotel thank room you. with him. Thank yes. you. Thank so, you. God bless you. For the you. one. Yes. You know, if, if we gave out hundreds of bags and it was for the one, you know, Jesus leaves the 99 and goes after the one. Amen. So it was worth the travel. Praise God. So, And he took care of you? Yes. You're back telling this incredible story. Yeah. Katrin, God bless you. And yeah. this is something you do each year in the Super Bowl. Yeah. We want to bring some more emphasis to this ministry. So the next year we go, We'll try to do some reporting from from the ground, from ground, the ground zero, exactly. Yeah. While it's happening to yeah. share, so we because we want our friends to know that this is spiritual warfare, as you That's mentioned. Right. This is walking into dark territory. Yeah, I know you have people praying. You're praying, but you can't ask for too many prayers. People are really asking God to to snatch these precious souls from the enemy's hand. Yeah, we have and, a 24 hour prayer bowl that goes on. So we never do anything without saturating it in prayer. So Well, we're moving from that to talk about setting some stakes, because earlier yes. today, some stakes were set in the ground as the land was surveyed for a rezoning of some property. Tennessee Baptist Children's Home has donated over 80 acres of rural land to the ministry. It's about 45 minutes from Memphis. Yeah. Now, I think it's pretty neat, because back in 1891, a group of women from Nashville's First Baptist Church, led by mm-hmm. Mrs. Georgia Eastman, 
founded the Tennessee Baptist Orphans Home. Mm. The Tennessee Baptist Orphans Home was first housed in the Delaware Hotel in West Nashville. Mm-hmm. And and that ministry has spread, and many know that the Tennessee Baptist Children's Home in Bartlett, they're at 70 and stage. Mm-hmm. The property has been there for years, mm-hmm. and, and many of those possibly, listen, have been house parents, have served out right. there, or church groups have gone and ministered out there yeah. to these children. And some things have changed, and, and I know that the, the Tennessee Baptist, uh, and actually I've had them on this program before, yeah has kind of restructured and reorganized some of the way they do ministry yes. to, to teens and, and juveniles. So that facility has been kind of closed down, right? It has, yes. That one has. The the one that we're partnering with them on is is different than that one. Right. But yes, that facility has reached you know thousands of children in their ministry. We've been working with them for years with, at A Way Out. Um, we used to do parenting classes for our women with them. And we've been in conversations for the last two, three years about a specific piece of property. We never disclose the location just yes, for sure. um, safety reasons, but they're just been so gracious. So eighty and acres. Yes, you have already raised one point six million dollars, fifty seven percent. Yeah, and you still need a little over one point two million left. Now, this is for the first phase of the campus. So tell me about this first phase. Yeah. So the first phase will include two houses. One will be a 10-bedroom, 10-bathroom house. Um, we really want each woman to have their own bathroom because they come in with a lot of sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. So 10 bedrooms, 10-bath house. So it'll increase our capacity for women. And then we'll also build a pastoral house so that we'll have a couple that lives on site. We believe that a lot of these women have never had um, witnessed a healthy couple and a healthy marriage. And yes. so this will give them access to a godly man, somebody who will, um, a lot like the model of the Tennessee Baptist Children's Homes who have, like you said, they have those house parents. Yes. And so teaching them what what healthy that their sense of family has been warped. It'll also include building a chapel, a prayer chapel, because we believe that in the presence of God that these women will receive the healing from all the trauma that they've been through. Um, and then we're also building a uh, workstation facility because we want to provide opportunities for the women to work in a trauma-informed environment where they can build their resume up, build skills, yes. and then all of the products that are sold will go back into the ministry so that it's actually holistic and they'll be wow. helping give back and paying for the pillow that they're laying on at wow. night, but in a dignified way. Yes. And they'll learn how to use skills and use things to help provide for their... And then phase two... Because you're a visionary and you see beyond. Yes. And, and I love the second phase. <laughs> yes. Tell us about it. So second phase will include equine therapy. So um, And that'll be at the front of the property. A lot of the women that have been through trauma, talk therapy is great, and we, we have partnerships for them to get individual trauma therapy through Cardia Collective. We also have art therapy for the women through Brooks Museum, a partnership with them. But we want to add in our second phase equine therapy, because a lot of women with talk therapy, they may not be able to say what happened to them, but they can create something artistically, or they may be able to help care for an animal, um, a horse. There's a group in North Mississippi that has a 5,000-acre. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? They were just on the show within the last two weeks, and we talked about how horses is great therapy for those dealing with trauma, trauma. and depression, and, and it's, a, it's another way to help deal with this. Right, yes. and then they'll also have work experience, so they'll be able to help with the stalls, and, with, and we'll be able, our, our prayer is, is that we'll be able to hire the women, so they'll have work beyond their yes. time with us as well. So we're just this trying is. to build a holistic, sustainable model where they'll be able to do gardening and farming and you know grow their own food. I mean, 80 acres, it's beautiful. I literally just came from there before the show putting a stake in the ground. Well, it yeah. came up with a little mud on your boots. A little mud on my boots. Well, I'm excited because what you can do is uh, that truck farm grows and has this great produce. 
you can drive over here to our parking lot and I'll make an announcement. Everybody come That's over great. here and, tomatoes and, and buy some tomatoes <laughs> and all the proceeds. Eggs. Yeah, help out the way out. We'll yeah. just have that truck going all over town, right? That's right. We'll get a, a little truck. Well, I want our listeners to know, Katrin, that there is a great fly-through of the campus on your website. Yes. At the bottom of the page, if you go to AWO Ministries, awoministries.org forward slash welcome dash home. Yes. But if you go to the website, you'll see this and you can actually see a video. Yeah. So the Renaissance Group provided that they did a lot of all of our renderings pro bono. So they partnered with us and that's been such a huge blessing. So they they put together a great fly through where you can actually fly through the property and then fly through the main house and see what it'll look like. So now that we're we're just about done with the rezoning, we had to get the property rezoned properly, which was miraculous in itself, because that can be like a three to six month process. And the Lord is just opening doors there. And so once that's done, we'll get our utilities and our road. So we're looking at starting with our road and our fence built. built. So getting the fence around the property built. So, but yeah, that, that video was incredible that they put together for us. Incredible. So we want to keep people updated, but as you mentioned, there still is a little over $1.2 million left for this first phase. Yes. And so if those listening right now want to engage and they want to be part of this, what can they do? Yeah. So obviously prayer that, you know, I I never want to minimize that no. because we need a lot of prayer. This is in the, you know, construction costs right now are going 20% up, we're hearing. So we may have to raise a little bit more than that original cost just right. because of where we're at. But definitely, if they go to that website, um, awoministries.org, there's a whole website if they click um, into our capital campaign. Um, we actually have the Lord one day in prayer. I was just praying about creative ways to allow people to get involved that yeah. may want to give $100 or may, you know, yes, we have we've had some larger donations but when you look at the way the temple was built it was built and by a lot of different people that were bringing the what they might, had exactly you know? yeah. exactly yeah. and so we one of the creative ways that the lord gave was in Nehemiah 3 if you read that that chapter it's one of those chapters it's like so and so was next to so and so and so and so was next to so and yeah. you can just skim through it but one day i was praying and reading and i was like the lord just gave me this idea of there's 80 people that helped rebuild the wall in Nehemiah if you count them and if we were to get 80 people to take a little piece of that wall and give you know a two 250, 500, you know, whatever section it yes. is for the $65,000 that we need to raise for the fence and the right. gate just alone. Yes. There's other sponsorship opportunities to sponsor a room. If somebody wanted to purchase a room, we have different sponsorship levels that people can do that. And we put plaques on their portion of the wall of the fence. We'll put plaques on the room. We'll name it after them. So <laughs> if people are contractors and they know how to do tile work and they want to, I mean, we got 10 bathrooms, we got a tile. <laughs> so if there's somebody that wants to donate, you know, the time we can yes. buy the materials or the you know, granite countertops or things like anything going into a build. If anybody you know has connections with that to help us in those areas, that you know that what be a great. way for the body of Christ to come together, yes. and do ministry. I mean, I, I love it, Katrin. So we want to keep friends updated. So you're not going to be a stranger here on no, this program. Got to come back all. and keep people updated. Yes. Well, as we talk about other ways that uh, God is blessing and directing the ministry of a way out, uh, you have partnered with uh, Cardia Collective. Am I yes. saying that right? Yes. 
Yeah, so they're a counseling organization. So we're providing um, trauma um, therapy to the women, individualized therapy to them, EMDR, which is an evidence-based curriculum, but it's a Christian um, ministry. And so we've partnered with them, and the women will be getting um, one-on-one weekly counseling okay. with them. Now, so where are they based out of? They're about based out of here in Memphis. They're in Memphis? Yes. Okay. Well, so, see, I wasn't aware of that. Yes. Somebody else is going to have to come on the show. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll spread that that news as well. So, yeah, they, okay. they're a newer partner with us, and they, they do great work. And so they lowered their rates for us. And that's another great sponsorship. It costs us $80 for every individual session that the women go to. And so that was, I think, about $15,000 additional in our budget. So those are all little costs, but they're worth it because the women need this therapy. They do. And you also have this partnership with the Brooks Museum, Brooks Museum of Art. Yeah. they So they have an art therapist. And um, when I was working uh, with GIF, um, they actually work a lot with, with GIF through art therapy. And we saw great successes there. And so I called them and just said, hey, can we do this as well with our with our women? So that'll be starting at every Friday. We'll be having group art therapy with the women. And, and again, just seeing I've, I've done art therapy for years. I worked in juvenile court for 18 years in Chicago and just saw the value of, um, you know, and our women come in and they're so creative and they love using their hands. It's, can you give us an example how you've seen yeah. Someone maybe use that creative edge? Yeah. So one of the exercises is um, that I've seen Brooks Museum do is that they have a mask and you get like this paper mache mask. You write on the outside like what people see. And so they write words or they can draw it or they can. And then on the inside of the mask, you write what's on the inside of you of what things that people don't see. And so then that's a, a talking point where they can think about things and they can write things and they can write it down and they can make it. But they're not actually having to necessarily oh, talk about it. They can, yeah. sk- you know, when they do get to the to the discussion part. They can say, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. They don't have to share, but they're able to just start that hmm. processing of doing right. it. So that's just one example of how wow. they can use art. I mean, I've I've seen, you know, art therapy projects where they'll make a mural for a certain wall. And it's kind of a teamwork thing where they have to work together and they have to pick the colors and work through. And so it teaches you conflict and it teaches you opinion, you know, how to. Yeah, right. So there's all different ways that you can use art in therapy. I know that your ministry depends greatly greatly on staff and volunteers of course we've talked about that and we'll we'll mention that before we say goodbye but right now you're hiring for a women's services director to manage the residential programming and outreach efforts are you still in search for that position we are we definitely are we're looking for somebody who you know has a background working with uh, trauma obviously somebody that's worked in ministry before counseling social Um, work or yeah counseling and more uh, it's a manager so they'll be managing the day-to-day operations I've been doing it since I've been there and I need a middle (laughs) manager because I'm being pulled on this capital campaign and a lot of those things you Um, got horses to feed I got horses to feed (laughs) yeah Um, and then also um, managing all of our outreach so we've started doing outreach to venues um, in the Mid-South so paint a picture of the ideal person that you feel that that would benefit you most in this position? Well, a woman, because sure. with the people that we work with are women, somebody with at least five years experience in ministry management experience, they're pretty much going to be my right-hand person. So somebody that can pull data reports, somebody that isn't shy of Excel, pulling reports and yeah. putting together grant things. Um, so it's, you know, a lot of the stuff that will free me up to right. be out. Uh, but then also managing people. Okay. So, and you so know, how does somebody apply for that position? They can email info 
at awoministries.org and just send their cover letter and their resume. And I mentioned volunteers. Now, this is an aspect of volunteers I, I don't think we've talked about, is to provide a meal for the Tuesday night. Help me out here. Hoopamoni. Hoopamoni. <laughs> it means keep on keeping on. Hoopamoni aftercare <laughs> support group. They'd meet on Tuesday nights. What you would do, listener, if you volunteer, you would drop off a meal around 545 on Tuesday evening that you've mm-hmm. signed up for. If you want more information, you can email Carol at awoministries.org, or you can actually call. What should you do? Yeah, so they can email Carol. We have probably over 50 to 60 volunteer opportunities. So I think the best way for people to learn about all those opportunities, we have every month we have an informational meeting, right. a volunteer informational meeting. And so they can sign up for the next one in April. I think it's the 19th. It's on our website. But it's basically a one-hour meeting where yeah. you just learn all like that opportunity, the Tuesday okay. night opportunity. The- so about how many ladies would you be preparing food for it it all depends so it can be anywhere from five to 15 okay so yeah. you know sometimes people will bring a lasagna tray a salad and a jug of iced tea okay. so it's it's not you know 50 people it's it's a, an intimate group it's an intimate yeah. group okay also i wanted to mention this on february 26 you posted on facebook tonight we've had an extremely successful outreach to venues yes. in the mid-south known for sex trafficking we went to three strip clubs where we gave 84 gift bags to mm-hmm. women and also bags of homemade baked goods for bouncers. And you gave 24 roses in hotels. And also your call center sent out 40 texts to women with local online escort ads. The clubs and hotels all remembered you and were grateful for the gifts. And the women that you prayed with were equally thankful. Yeah. And, and so we, we talked about Los Angeles, but I want people to realize this is something you do right, right, here, here. In our, right here in our community. Yeah. We just started in January. I've been doing outreach for 15, 20 years. And so when I came on a way out, it was definitely it was one of our heartbeats to expand. And so we started in January and we have opportunities for people to get involved with that. We have Bible studies that are sponsoring the bags that we give out. So we usually like to bring out. 100 to 150 bags to the clubs and um, we have links on our website of like what what bags we purchase and what goes in the bags we give like a little lip gloss fake eyelashes the girls love those when we come in and they just feel beautiful and glamorous yeah. one woman when we went into one of the clubs a couple weeks ago was like I just lost mine thank you so much this is going to help me so just you know we're going into some people will never step foot in a church and so we're trying to bring yes. the love of Jesus into places yeah. where you know people rarely will go and we, we recently got in one of the dressing rooms and we're just there to love on these women well something else is coming up now this is coming real soon april 9th at the crosstown concourse it's going to be a paint party yes these are really popular so we are going to try a paint party so if there's anybody that wants to do a date night with your husband or you want to have a girls night out or a guys night out what are we painting so it's a in it's on our Facebook page too. They can see it, but it's basically a tree with a picture of a bird cage, and then our logo is a, is a bird, and it's coming out of the cage, and so it it symbolizes freedom. Yes. And so we're just asking that when people paint that, um, that they hang it, and when they look at it, they can re- remember to pray for us and for our women. And plus, um, the, the forty five dollars helps support. It helps support exactly, and it includes a meal. You know, we'll have light refreshments. Um, it'll include the canvas. Now I am. 
very artistically challenged. Okay. So if I can do this, because I know that there's probably listeners that are like, oh, no, I would never do that. But if you've never done one of these, we have a great facilitator that will literally say, put your paintbrush at the bottom, bring it up, go out. So it's it's a guided paint party if, okay. if people have never been Is part it of it. paint these. by numbers? I can do that. I, yeah. <laughs> that's about my skill set too, Byron. So yes, we just encourage. And it's just going to be a fun night. And especially with, with a lot of quarantining and everything, a lot yeah. of this would be a great opportunity to come down to Crosstown Concourse. 45 bucks it will support a great cause and you'll get to walk away with laughter and fun and I'll mode a great way yeah. to get out and I'll support you yeah. guys I love that Kishan we have unloaded oh my goodness so much today <laughs> in such a short period of time yes how does it make you feel to oversee an organization like this humbled um extremely humbled um I, you know when you've been doing ministry this long God gives you dreams and he gives you ideas and he recycles everything that you've been through. Um, And I worked in government for 18 years, but uh, ministry on the side. My husband was a pastor and so always doing ministry on the side. But to see God using everything I learned in the secular to use it for his kingdom. And, you know, we serve a big God. And so I'm not scared to dream big and it doesn't cost anything to dream. And look at what God did. One point six million dollars so far and one point one to go. And and rapidly, like suddenly we serve a suddenly God. And so I just pray that encourages people that have dreams that may not have happened or they're, you know, you don't do it in your own strength. And his timing is perfect. And so when you wait on him. And you're obedient. He is faithful to complete that which he started. And that's exactly what's happening. And ultimately, it's a testimony for these women because they are fighting literally for the next step in life. And so to see what God is doing to move mountains, to have two ministries come together like the Tennessee Baptist Children's Home and partner together and see God unite. I believe that God looks down and just is so well pleased and just at the glory of what is going to happen to these women. And they have such a heart for this issue. I mean, their CEO has been such a good friend. We would not be here, you know, if it wasn't for that partnership. And so we're just, we're grateful. We're beyond, we made it, we made an offer. um, I mean, way below what it was worth. And, And their board has just come alongside us and we're, I mean, I cry at night just thinking of of just the goodness and faithful. And even when it looked like, you know, on my journey, my faith journey, to see this side of it. And he's not even done yet. He's I'm so overwhelmed. There are times where I'm just I'm overwhelmed by his goodness. And it's it's not even for me. It's for these women, yes. and and so I'm just I'm grateful to to lead this ministry and humbled. <laughs> I know that was a long answer no, to that I, question, but you spoke your heart, so Casey. And that's what I like about uh, you being here today is sharing your heart, a vision for ministry to bringing glory to Christ because yeah. it's His transforming power, yeah, resurrected power that changes these lives, yeah. And that's only hope that we have. Yeah. And you're seeing it lived out before you. Yes. You're seeing stories after stories of women being changed. Yeah. And men too. Yes. So we praise God for that. Well, you're always welcome here. Thanks for reaching out to me. Yes. Please keep it up and we'll bring more programs to the Mid South Viewpoint listeners. But friends, we're gonna have to say goodbye. Please go to the website awoministries.org. You can email Katrin at K A I T R I N at AWO Ministries. Uh, dot org if you've got questions or something we talked about today if you would like to find out how you know you can uh, do a wire transfer from your account to their account there you, you go want to help, maybe <laughs> cattle you know, on the hills you know we want <laughs> to take care of that please reach out to her well thank you so much thank you byron god bless you <laughs> well friends that's all the time we have on today's edition of mid-south viewpoint thanks for stopping by i'm byron tyler and we'll talk to you next time bye-bye 
Mid-South Viewpoint. On the air now for 36 years. Today's show is available on our website at botradionetwork.com and on podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon Music. 